Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. Elon Musk stepping down as Twitter CEO. No more. That was fast, wasn't it? And he's also warning that they could be headed straight towards bankruptcy, which is something that I talked about on a whiteboard video, what, like a week after he bought the company? <laughs> something like that. It was pretty obvious that that, that's, uh, that was a, a real possibility. And it seems like, um, unfortunately, I, I guess maybe I was right. So let's go over to this article from Zero Hedge. Check it out. Tesla shares jump after Twitter users vote for Elon Musk to step down as chief twit or CEO, whatever you want to call him. And if you haven't been following this, he actually just put out a poll and said, should I step down? Yes or no. And I'll abide by the results. And the majority of the people said yes. I think it was like maybe 57, 43, something like that. And then Tesla shares near 5% in pre-market or, or gained up 5% in pre-market because everyone thinks that he spread himself too thin. Now he's going to be able to allocate more of his time and energy to Tesla. And therefore, the share price gets a bump. I, I personally, I'd use that as a, a kind of a, a selling opportunity or a way to go short if I was going to short the stock. With polling closed and more than 17.5 million votes. Yeah, the results for 5743. Musk exiting Twitter could benefit Tesla. Okay, yeah, that we saw that, but I, I don't know that it'll going into a recession. I, I don't know how much Musk is going to benefit uh Tesla if he's able to allocate more of his time and energy. I think the that is definitely a tailwind, but I think the tsunami of demand destruction with a global recession is going to continue to most likely push the price down. Although if we get some interest rate decreases, if the Fed pivots, if they do, if they have, we have like a soft landing, that could benefit the price. So now we get into some of the questions as to what motivated this. So this person says, I've been telling Elon Musk to hire someone as Twitter CEO from the beginning. That way, when things go wrong, you can blame that person. You still have ultimate controls owner. And yes, I'm available to do the job, the, job, the guy says. Um, so yeah, this is an interesting idea that, that maybe he knows that Twitter's got problems, I mean, big problems, and they might go bankrupt. And he doesn't want to be the guy that uh, that's driving the ship. And therefore, you know, maybe he can put some of the blame on that uh, CEO. But he's pretty straightforward about the fact that Twitter has some serious financial problems. He says, the question is not finding a CEO. The question is finding a CEO who can keep Twitter alive. He's cutting to the chase. You got to give him credit that for that. He's not beating around the bush. You must like pain a lot, Elon Musk says. One catch, you have to invest your life savings in Twitter. And it has, and it has been in the fast lane to bankruptcy since May. You still want the job. So going back to that whiteboard video I did, and at the kind of the premise of that whiteboard video, if you didn't see it, is we go into a recession, Tesla shares go down, and Tesla price is basically the only thing that's keeping Twitter afloat because it's it's a money losing business. They might have made money in a couple years, uh, but I think eight out of the last ten years they've lost money at Twitter. 
that that dog don't hunt in a recession and it definitely doesn't hunt in an environment where money is actually tight regardless of the interest rate so just think about what just go back to the gfc most of you guys remember that well think about what would happen right now to to twitter if we went through a gfc type of environment or uber for that matter i, I mean they're they're done they're done who's going to Who's going to be willing to just incinerate money if you know the share price is most likely going to be down in the future? Because the only attraction to Uber from a shareholder standpoint is just the price is going to go up. It's just, well, we're going to find a greater fool because this business just, you know, flushes money down the toilet constantly. And uh, we'll just buy it because we think there's going to be someone else that's uh, even more stupid or more greedy in the future that's going to buy it from us at a higher price. Does the money, uh, does the business lose money? Sure. Is it ever going to make money? Probably not. And uh, that that's the problem, you know, on the way up in these bull markets, when you've got a massive amount of hysteria, these money losing companies can still do well from a standpoint of their share price. But when that switches, now all of a sudden it's risk off. Those, those companies, that's the tide going out. And those companies usually go bust. And so if, you know, Tesla makes a little bit of money, but they lost money for a long, long time, years and years and years and years, they lost a lot of money. And so my argument in the whiteboard videos, even if they go back down to like a 20 PE, considering Ford and whatnot is like, let's just say at a 10. And right now they're at like a 65 PE. So even if they go down to like a 20 PE, which would still be, let's just call it double what Ford or Chevy is or Volkswagen, then this takes the share price down to, I think it's like 30 bucks. I'd have to look at the whiteboard video, but way down from where it is today. And that means his buying power or what he can funnel into Twitter goes from this down to that. And if Musk can't funnel anything into Twitter and there's no one that's willing to lend them money and you can't sell equity, how do, how do you fund the operation if it's just bleeding money? You can't. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Wall Street Silver, I think that's Jim, uh, said, yep, he already has a new CEO picked out. And then Musk said, no one wants the job who can actually keep Twitter alive. There's no successor. I mean, I would ask the question, is there anyone that can keep Twitter alive? 
And if anyone can do it, it's Musk, just because he's so good at PR. And he's so good at, at increasing engagement and whatnot. But, he, but on the other hand, he's a loose cannon. So how do you bring those? Uh, I think maybe, I'm just speculating, but my guess is he's come to the realization that if he's in charge of Twitter, the advertisers aren't going to come back. He's just, he's just too toxic. Um, and I, I don't think he's toxic, but I'm just saying, I'm saying from a standpoint of like these woke corporations where unfortunately he needs their money. So he's got to get a, a different person in charge uh, that these corporations like so he can continue to be the loose cannon that he is and promote the company and do all these things and say all these outrageous things that, uh, well, I, should, I don't know if they're outrageous, but say these things that are unfiltered, let's say, and, uh, and, and bring a lot of attention and engagement to Twitter, but it, it, it separates from the advertisers basically advertising for Elon Musk and now they're advertise they go back to advertising on Twitter right it's a, a big difference now an advertiser worry about being associated with Musk and so if he steps down I think he knows that he potentially eliminates that barrier for these advertisers so bring in someone that's just as straight narrow and uh you know just the average not the average, but the the person with just no baggage, right? No baggage, plain vanilla. You're never ever going to offend a advertiser. Bring in that person. But I think his point here is that person, although they might be able to bring in the advertising dollars, they're not going to be able to run Twitter because internally there's probably so much chaos due to the fact that he fired 90% of the staff. <laughs> So, and then the question becomes, if Elon Musk isn't in complete control, does it go back to the way it is? I mean, I know just me personally, the bots on Twitter right now are unbelievable. Unbelievable. Every single time I tweet something, I, the first two or three replies that I get are always bots that I have to just you know, delete. And it's just, it's getting crazy. And here he says something that I completely agree with, but I look at this more in terms of government. Those who want power are the ones who least deserve it. And here, I think this guy hits the nail on the head. He says, let me predict the consequences of this poll. If yes, Elon will be the CEO for a few more months or for a few months longer until he finds a successor. If no, Elon Musk will be the CEO for a few more months until he finds a successor. <laughs> I, I I think that's pretty much what was going on behind the scenes here. But when Musk does this poll, obviously he, he looks like a, a hero to all those people out there. Like, oh my gosh, he's letting us make this decision. Nah, the decision's already made. All right, guys. So that's what's happening with Twitter and Elon Musk. Evolving story. We'll try to follow it. I thought the probabilities were pretty good that uh, Twitter would go bust back right when he took over. And... Obviously, we look at it now, and I think the probabilities are 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 definitely higher. So I guess the, the, the real interesting thought experiment would be what happens if it goes into bankruptcy and who comes in and, and, and potentially buys it, and does it go right back to, you know, well, I hate to even throw this out there, but I, I wouldn't doubt it if someone like 
like Benioff bought it, just like the complete opposite. So we go from having Musk buy it to like some world economic forum disciple or clown like like or Bezos or something like that. Wouldn't that be the, the roller coaster ride? Well, never a dull moment. We'll have to see what happens. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. We'll see you at one o'clock with our debate discussion with Michael Saylor, Doomberg, and myself. Definitely put that on the calendar. Set your alarm, 1 p.m. today, Eastern Time, on this channel, live with Michael Saylor and Doomberg. We'll see you on the next video.